You're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to the Soul's Way podcast and welcome new friend if you are new around here. Today's a fun little episode. I'm going to read you my speech that I wrote for my Toastmasters club that I'm in. If you don't know what a Toastmasters club is, it's a club where you can practice your public speaking skills and it's really, really cool. They have them all over the world. So highly recommend you look for one near you and consider joining it if you are a speaker or a podcaster or anything like that. It's been really helpful to me to be able to practice speaking on a regular basis, even throughout the pandemic, as I haven't been in person speaking anywhere. It's been good to just practice even if it's on Zoom. But anyway, I shared a speech with my club the other day, and I shared a bit about it on my Instagram stories and asked if you guys would like me to read it or, you know, recite it to you here on the podcast and you said yes so here's the speech it's all about my own surrender experiment that I have been on and this radical brand new completely different way that I have been manifesting and it's really going to make you think so I'll read you the speech and then we'll chat a little bit about it okay my own surrender experiment A vision board is a compilation of images that represents your goals. Keep one, keep, sorry, create one, keep it somewhere you will see it often, and your subconscious mind will take in the images. Then because it is in your subconscious mind, it has no choice but to eventually show up in your reality. This year, I threw my vision board in the trash. Yes, seriously. This is basically blasphemous in my world of manifestation and law of attraction junkies. I'd like to spend the next few minutes telling you why I did this and what inspired my very own surrender experiment. I read a book earlier this year called The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. You should know, for context, I read a lot of personal development books and law of attraction books. I shop exclusively in the self-help section of the bookstore because my passion and my livelihood is centered around spiritual and personal transformation. After a while, all of the Law of Attraction books start to sound the same as they all repeat the same message in slightly different ways. Think positive thoughts. Focus on what you want. What you focus on expands. Like attracts like. Visualize yourself having all of your desires. Practice gratitude and make a vision board. The overall premise of these books and what I used to teach is essentially how to get what you want out of life. I built an entire business around teaching people how to manifest their goals. But what if the question was never supposed to be, what can I get from life? What if the question all along was meant to be, what can I give? to life. This is what I live, breathe, and teach now. And it's a universal law I learned about earlier this year called the law of resonance. It's not nearly as popular yet as the law of attraction, but it can lead to even more satisfaction, fulfillment, and joy at the soul 
level. It's all about being the channel and allowing something greater than your little self to work through you. It's about stepping into who you are meant to be, who you really are as a soul. When you do this and you serve life with all of your heart, you automatically become magnetic. You attract people, love, experiences, opportunities, money, and blessings that are even greater than you could have imagined. That's why you don't need to imagine them. Wanting, by the way, is a perpetual state of lack. Since the law of attraction is real, always working, and yes, proven by science, this means by universal and scientific laws, you are only going to attract more lack when you focus on what you want, aka lack. Because like attracts like. This was the mind-blowing truth that shook my world earlier this year as I began learning about Law of Resonance. Then when I came across Michael's book, The Surrender Experiment, it solidified everything I'd been learning or rather unlearning. And it changed everything. In his book, Michael shares his incredible story of what happened after a deep spiritual awakening when he decided to no longer let his personal fears or desires dictate his life, but to simply surrender to whatever life had in store. He starts in smaller ways, like allowing strangers to build and live on a land where he was planning to live in solitude. He decided to trust that life knew better than him, surrender to what was put in front of him, and serve it with all his heart. Allowing people to come into his life led him to incredible connection community, and the eventual building of a temple where he would host world-renowned Zen masters and thousands of spiritual seekers. One thing unfolds after another in the most perfectly imperfect way, and even though Michael's thoughts and desires often try to interfere, he doesn't let them. He continuously actively practices the art of surrender. Michael follows his passions, carpentry and technology, and has zero attachment to any outcomes. Michael was never interested in money, just peace and survival. As long as he had food and shelter, he was happy. But because he follows his soul joy, his passions, he naturally magnetizes and attracts. He goes on to create a carpentry company and later a tech company that both become multiple seven-figure companies without ever having any desire to do so. He uses the money to expand the spiritual community that he initially also didn't want, but he got anyway and ended up cherishing. This book was so impactful to me because there's proof after proof after proof in Michael's story of how life really does know better than us. When we let go of the reins a little, we get things that are greater than we could have ever imagined. Focusing on my goals used to bring me joy and excitement. Nobody had more vision boards than me. But it also brought stress and pressure, which only creates resistance. I put pressure on something that was never supposed to have an outcome attached to it. Expressing my soul, using my gifts, and following my passion should not be stifled by my own selfish wanting, aka vibrations of lack and pressure. 
Besides, the best things that have manifested into my life were never on my vision board. We can use vision boards and we can will things to happen our way. I have done it many times. But I like life's way better. I like focusing on my soul joy, on what lights me up, and letting the perfection of life take it from there. So this year, and probably for the rest of my life, I'll be conducting my own surrender experiment. We might think we need to constantly interfere in order for life to work in our favor. But how is that actually really working for us? Perhaps it is our interference, our fears, our egos that are actually stopping the highest experiences and our fullest potentials from unfolding. Something to think about. All right, so that was my speech. I hope you enjoyed it. And I just wanted to talk a little bit more about what surrender really is because one of my friends who listened to the speech, one of my um, Toastmaster members, she said how the only thing was that it might be confusing to some people. Sorry, I need to turn my phone on, do not disturb. It might be confusing to some people about what surrender really is because a lot of people might think that it means you just sit around and like the, like Michael did, like literally he moved out to the middle of the woods and was like, I'm not doing anything but meditating, right? And a lot of people think surrender means just giving up. And now, although that's what Michael thought it was going to take, he says all the time um, that he doesn't want anyone to do things as strictly and as crazy as he did because he really literally thought he had to sit in meditation like all day, every day in the middle of the woods. But he quickly learns to trust that life knows what it's doing and whatever people come into his life, whatever projects show up for him, somebody asks him to asked him to build a house for them because they loved the way he built his. Like that's how his carpentry business started, right? He just decided to say yes to what life was putting in front of him. And I think another conversation we need to have is like, does this mean you just become a pushover and you just say yes to everyone? No, you still honor what feels good. You you still follow for the most part, like what feels good and what lights up your soul. So carpentry was something that lights up Michael's soul. So it's like, why wouldn't you say yes if somebody offers to hire you to do something you love anyway? But if somebody is asking you to do something that doesn't feel good, that you do not enjoy, that does not bring you any purpose or meaning or anything positive, then you still can honor that and say no, but you'll be surprised how many things come up that are in alignment, that are in flow, and you just let go of what you think your life is supposed to look like, and you're open. You're open for your soul to lead you and let it lead you and let it blow your mind with what is going to come your way, right? So surrender does not mean doing nothing and sitting around all day, kind of like twiddling your thumbs and just not taking any action. It means following your soul and following true inspired action and serving what life puts in front of you, what life brings your way. And you're going to end up going on the most incredible journey, having experiences that were never on your vision board, but they are freaking mind-blowing, amazing things. Like I think it's Michael Beckwith that talks about how, is it him or Michael Singer? I'm pretty sure it's Michael Beckwith. So this is a different Michael you'll you probably know Michael Beckwith I talk about him a lot now because he's one of the only spiritual teachers that is really um kind of head ahead of the game and really talking about law of resonance even though he was initially known for talking about law of attraction he was um the guy he's on the secret the movie 
Um, anyway, <laughs> he is awesome. Love him so much. Let's try to get him on my podcast, even though he's like friends with Oprah and all of those people. He, I think it was him who said he never would have imagined like having a conversation and working with the Dalai Lama. That would never have been on his vision board, but that is something that came into his life. Like that's an example of how life can just blow your little goals, your little dreams away. And Oprah as well, I was just telling my Soul Legacy students, Oprah is such a good example of law of resonance and true surrender. Because if Google like Oprah quotes about surrender, she talks so much about giving up her own plans and visions and goals and giving it over to God, right? So you can say God, I say God, or you can say universe or life or higher self. But she talks about how she had to give up her own goals and visions to allow the highest good to just unfold, to work through her, to surrender. She says, surrender to something greater than your little self, right? Imagine if Oprah, like think of the impact, the ripple effect, the legacy that Oprah's soul has created already. And hopefully she'll be here a lot longer with us on, you know, on planet earth in human form. But God forbid, even if she left this earth today holy she's had an incredible impact on so many lives right she's been such a light she's done so many incredible things massive success obviously massive impact imagine if if she didn't surrender her own we don't know what her own goals or visions looked like we don't know because she is telling you the oprah she is now the success that she has now was not of her own imagination. Think about that, right? Think about the fact that you might actually be playing small with your vision board. Like, who knows? You could be the next Oprah. You might be dreaming way too small and your higher self or God is just laughing at your your cute little vision board, right? Of what you think you want and need. But it's about being open being open for guidance, being open for downloads, which are like telepathic messages from your soul or from God that come or the universe that come to you. And how do you hear these things? Well, that's exactly what we work on inside of Soul Legacy, inside of the 5D CEO, if you took that with me, right? Is just practicing getting quiet every day, making time to get quiet, tuning in, and making it clear that you're open open for downloads today, open for guidance today, use me God, use me universe. How can I shine? How can I radiate? Who can I serve? How can I be more me? This is a huge key as well. How can I be more me today? Asking better questions. Tony Robbins says the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask. And that is so true. You ask these bigger questions Your soul will always, always answer. God, universe, life will always answer you. So start asking these questions. And if you're up for it, throw your vision board out the window. Throw your plans out the window and be open to something even greater. Because when you do this and you learn how to take time to slow down and get quiet first and go inwards first, do your inner work first, Get rid of anything that's not serving you. Get rid of old identities, ego things that are not serving you. This is the work we do inside Soul Legacy. We're really stripping back the layers of who you are not so we can uncover the diamond underneath, uncover the real you as a soul. That's the work. 
that's the work because when you uncover your true self as a soul, when you be more you, you're going to get those inspired ideas. You're going to get those next step and you're going to take true inspired action. And we talk also inside Soul Legacy, we talk about the difference between true inspired action versus ego excitement, which I have been very guilty of confusing the two, especially with my personality type. I'm a Sagittarius, I'm a fire sign. I am a very action oriented. I'm not afraid of hustle, very go, 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 go. And it's actually been a shadow part of me that has been my downfall a couple of times is taking action too quickly. So how to distinguish between the two that's inside soul legacy, but let me know if you want to hear it. I can do a podcast on it. I don't mind sharing that because there's so much more too inside the program as well as you just get to embody all of this stuff. You get personalized coaching. You get so much in this program. Anyway, this wasn't meant to be a pitch for soul legacy. It really wasn't, but I'm just so passionate about it because I am lit up. I am following my soul. I am doing my soul's work and this is what it is. It's guiding you home to who you truly are as a soul and letting you allow your bigger vision to unfold. One of the girls inside Soul Legacy last night, (sighs) I'm going to (laughs) cry. Last night, she, I've known this beautiful soul for like uh, over a year now, at least maybe a couple of years. She's taken a couple programs with me and she's in Soul Legacy and She's always been like, I know I'm not happy in my job, but I'm not really sure if I have like a purpose. I'm not sure if I have one purpose or what it is. I'm very confused about it and I feel very insecure about not having a purpose. And I don't know, I have passions, but I don't, doesn't, I've tried to do them as jobs before and it doesn't work out. And last night, after all the work that we've been doing, peeling back the layers, healing old emotions, healing old identities, letting them go. Boom. Guess what? (laughs) I'm gonna cry, I guess. I swear I'm gonna cry. She, and I'm not saying this is like the thing or the purpose, but she had such a breakthrough and we pretty much, she found her purpose. Like she keeps getting undeniable signs of things that she needs to do at least even if it's just for herself but like something came up I did a card pull I was pulling cards for the ladies uh, in the group oracle cards and the card that I pulled just like (laughs) was so on point to everything she'd been talking about and she said she was getting all these signs and all these synchronicities telling her stuff very similar to this right I don't want to share until I get her unless I get her permission because it's not my thing to share but like it basically is pointing to a career path that she needs to go down and potentially lead others down but even if it's just for herself to go down it's like something that's really lighting up her soul clearly because it keeps coming up over and over and over again so that's what will happen with your soul your higher self if it sends you messages consistently over and over and over that's higher self. If it's back and forth and one day it's this and then one day it's that, that's ego. Ego is very inconsistent and confusing. If it's questioning it and doubting yourself, that's ego. But if that message keeps popping up or signs keep popping up, like for example, one of my other um, soul legacy girls, she kept hearing and thinking that she needed to start a podcast and that she wanted to start a podcast. Even her daughter was like, mommy, you should start a podcast. (laughs) And then it came up again in our call and 
We were like, okay, you need to start a podcast, girl. Though if it keeps, so it'll just gently keep revisiting you. It's not urgent. It's not panicky, but it'll keep coming up for you. So anyway, that's the shit that lights me up, as you can tell, because I'm just talking and talking and talking. I freaking love helping people uncover their soul and its purpose because there's nothing that makes me happier than living in my purpose. And there's nothing that makes me happier than watching other people light up and be in their purpose and fully express themselves as who they really are authentically as a soul. Because when you do that, that's the ultimate, ultimate freedom. And it's also the ultimate surrender because you are surrendering to who you really are as a soul and you're surrendering to your higher power and letting go of all of the ego preferences, all of the ego fears, all of the ego desires, all of the vision board, all of what society says makes you successful. You're just friggin' letting it all go. So all of this law of resonance, it's really seriously the ultimate surrender. And I was the ultimate control freak. So if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> and I can help you, okay? Continue listening to this podcast. Keep up with me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm going to keep giving you guys tips and tools on utilizing the law of resonance and coming home to who you are as a soul. I think I may even put together another masterclass. Okay. Also, I wrote a whole book. It's called Whole Damn Fire. And it is officially on Amazon for sale, ready to order today. I'm so excited. I forgot to say that at the beginning of this of this episode. So my book is officially up on Amazon it is live. You can order it. You can hold it in your hands. It's a paperback. Uh, and it's all about this. It's about this new way of manifesting and surrendering the more peaceful way to create your dream life and the more fulfilling, truly deeply soul fulfilling way to live. So Whole Damn Fire by Emily Ann Brandt. You can search it on Amazon. I'll link it in the show notes for you. <sighs> if you get a copy, email me a screenshot of your order emilyannbranch at gmail.com and I'll send you a link to sign up for my free book launch party which is going to happen on Zoom. We're going to have a panel, we're going to have Q&A, we are going to have giveaways and it's going to be so much fun to celebrate the release of this book. So get your order, it's only $8.99 US, right? Amazing price for a paperback, that's the introductory price. And then send me a screenshot, emilyannbrandt at gmail.com with your order. Or send me a picture of you holding up your book once you get it. Even better, I would love that. I would love to share it and give you a thank you. So do that and then I'll give you the invite to the launch party, which is happening October 20th. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay, thank you for listening to all of this. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed recording. And I promise to keep the good stuff coming. Until next time, guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening. Since this podcast is still growing and still reaching more beautiful souls, it means so much when you guys share the episode or take a second to leave a review on Apple. It's the best way you can thank a podcaster and give us encouragement to keep the good stuff coming to you completely free. I would also love to connect with you on social media, so make sure you join the Facebook group, The Soul's Way. And hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at Emily Ann with an E, Brandt. Keep working your light beautiful and making magic happen. I'll see you next time.